Hey York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Wednesday, February 28th. I'm used to saying that's the last day of February, but it's leap year, so you get one extra day in February this year. How exciting for everybody. But uh, welcome to the Deeper and Wider podcast. We have a a great crew of folks here with us uh, that are... Uh, wise and ready to engage, or something like that. Well, something like that. Well, yeah. Dave's anyway, here. Dave's here. That's Dave's like, here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's good. So we have Pastor Asa back with us again. Hello, hello. And Pastor Jonas. Hello. And Pastor Taylor. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Oh, that's uh, that's true. Tomorrow, since we're recording on Tuesday, but yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I follow you. That's great. You blew my cover. I was so man. confused. You blew my cover. And bringing both intelligence and beauty to the conversation <laughs> is Dave Harrison. So welcome. That's true. So I guess I'm a staff infection. <laughs> you're the infection. That's no. That's oh, very nice. Yes. Well played, sir. That's excellent. So. Yeah, so we're jumping into this Demonstrating the Gospel series, and uh, we are talking about the river and uh, water and how water as a symbol of the Spirit or as a metaphor for the Spirit is a uh, core way that the Scriptures talk about the Spirit and the work of the Spirit. And we came out of, uh, we also have the, the interesting dynamic now of hearing from two different perspectives who preached, because Jonas was preaching at Spring Grove while I was preaching at York. And so we both uh, preached roughly the same message, but, you know, in slightly different ways and through uh, slightly different lenses. And so uh, we'll have an opportunity to kind of compare and contrast that a little bit as well. We started with Ezekiel 37 and then went into the tie to John chapter 7 and then into the consummation of uh, the, the work of God and the vision of God in Revelation 21 and 22. So... Jonas, I'll start with you. You got to preach on Sunday, and uh, now you're a couple days removed. Are the, what kind of uh, thoughts are you processing as you come out of that? Anything that uh, you wish you would have dove into more, or things you wish you would have clarified more, or things that are really sticking with you from this message? Well, there's probably something that I preached that you didn't. Okay. Uh, I'm sure that's true. Because, <laughs> Just one thing. But I, but I came yeah. across something um, late Saturday night. And um, it's it's probably not true. But, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. No. Uh, That's concerning. No, I, I hadn't I hadn't heard it before, but it was really neat dealing with Ezekiel 47 and okay. and just the whole temple and all where it was and all that kind of stuff. His vision, and um, uh, I came across this just uh, a couple scholars that believe that when Peter preached to the people at the temple at Pentecost. Mm-hmm. that he was probably standing on the south stairs where the water in Ezekiel's vision flowed. Wow. Yeah, because that was this large public gathering spot where often people would speak, where they okay. would teach, and it was right by the mikvahs uh-huh. where they think that the 3,000 were baptized. Oh, wow. And so they think Whoa. that it probably huh. was, and that would make sense. Oh, and yeah. And so this water flowing in spirit, and so I was like... literally shows up in that yeah. too. Yeah, and so I was, like, I was like... Wow. And so I said, listen, I haven't done a lot of study on this, but it totally, like there are a couple, a couple scholars is enough for me to go, I know this is gospel truth. Right. But uh, it made a lot of sense. I mean, and why they thought that. Yeah. And, um, and then just this idea that was hitting me was kind of this, um, you know, the upper room and, and that was the trickle. Yeah. And then it grows and it grows. And now it's this raging, raging river that he's calling us into. Yeah. So 
that was kind of, I don't know, I just had this moment Saturday night, and I was very thankful because all week I was pretty scattered. I bet you were. And yeah. uh, and so it was, God and I had a great evening, so oh, that's cool. that was good. That's very cool. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, on my end, um, just the, the connections all the way through, so I love that connection that you're talking about, because that the connections all the way through from Genesis to Revelation, and then the tie of the way that Jesus spoke in John chapter 7, and how there was this connection uh, in the midst of that festival it's just that all, all the different connect points are, are were just really cool for me and I think uh, coming out of the experience of Sunday too just the the hunger that so many people have to experience more of the spirit and I think that's that that's the the starting point when we can get there and we desire his voice we desire to uh, to hear more from him to be filled more by him um, that's giving God a place to really start to move. And so, uh, that, so that was really fun. That was really exciting. So, what about you guys? What jumped out to you? And uh, what are you still processing and thinking about as we go deeper and wider into this? So the, um, during community group, we, we focused on the Ezekiel passage. Okay. Ezekiel 47. So I'll speak mostly to that. Um, and... We had a good conversation actually. What does it actually mean to be like having your ankles deep, and which is kind of different than what you were talking about, Jonas, with the the trickle turning into the, the yeah. raging river. Um, but still, this this what does it look like for us to be like up to our ankles? What does uh-huh. it look like, and, and why would we want to do that? Like in other words, if we if we were to insert ourselves, even even looking at like, hey, the Holy Spirit is working through a few, which multiplies to a few more, which then multiplies to a few more. Right. All of a sudden, you have this billion person worldwide movement. Um, why would you want to insert yourself into a spot that's ankle deep? Well, and you know, swimming and all that stuff. Yeah. And that was that was a, a really just a really good conversation led by one of the teenagers. How great is that? <laughs> Actually, that. so that was really sweet mm-hmm. as well. Um, cool. I won't be bashful with my daughter. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> she did a great job. Um, but the uh, the question about well, why what am I afraid of, mm-hmm. and how. I can be so petrified, especially if my, my own experience with water is not a happy one. Okay. Right? So when I was three, I fell off a, a, a raft and almost drowned. And I, could, okay. I know you can remember certain things when you're a kid, like mm-hmm. snapshots. You're not really sure why. Or, but I can remember like it getting darker and darker and darker. That's called I, trauma. That's why you remember. Well, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Ah, Very specific reason. I mean, for that. That's right. Um, no, but then my sister Heidi came and got me and rescued me out of it. And so ever since then, I have... I've just not liked the water. I don't like swimming. I don't like, hmm. and I'll do it maybe for my kid's sake, but yeah. So for me, like there's, there, I can, I can viscerally feel the, the angst towards this. Like, why would I be afraid of the Holy Spirit? Why am I afraid of water? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cause it means I die. Yeah. It means death yeah. to me. Like if, if I had, you know, the one way I don't want to <coughs> die is drowning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, uh, for, for example, yeah. I've also I shared that I I never was taught how to swim. Okay. So I I could again in high school we lived near Lake Ontario so I would jump off the after after the school year was over we would all run down throw backpacks wherever and jump into Lake Ontario and I eventually learned how to not drown that <laughs> not swimming that's that's a lot different than swimming. Yeah. Uh, and so but I was trying so hard and like I would paddle like and no one could see what I'm doing because this is an audio podcast, but I'm like violently thrashing my arms around and I, and I, and I am not getting anywhere and I'm drowning and this is actually hurting me. Mm-hmm. And so to think like, wow, well, 
this is maybe a bit of a stretch of a connection, but wow, how many times do I avoid the Holy Spirit and I'm thrashing around trying to do it all on my own because I I'm like I have to figure this out or else bad things are going to happen. Right. I don't even realize, oh, the Holy Spirit is actually going to carry me along and he's actually doing the work and not yeah. actually. He's not out to drown me, right? But I think I fear that I'm I and my comforts and my own like survival instincts will be thwarted if I trust the spirit. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's a long winded explanation. Yeah, that was, that was well, a that was a great conversation for me. It's very helpful for me mm-hmm. to connect why I'm so nervous and why I I would rather the ankle deep yeah stuff. You yeah, know, that makes sense. So yeah. if I'm being honest, I guess. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that kind of goes along with um, kind of what hit me. It's weird when you're preaching and the Lord is actually like talking to you. Yeah, preaching like, yeah, to me while I'm like, preaching. Yeah, but but um, you know, this this concept of the river has been one that's just really hit me for a long time. And and I again was hit with why do I find myself, you know, sitting on the bank? Yeah. And you know, I find myself often sitting on the bank and telling everyone how great it is in the water. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can tell you all about it. I've been in it and I've experienced it. It's so great. It, mm-hmm. it will change your life. You should go. In fact, sit down and let me tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. Now, jump in. And and why am I not in the water and just splashing them? Right. Right. You know. Right. And mm-hmm. and and that's, you know, because when someone is really hot and they're standing outside the water, they're mm-hmm. thirsty, they're they're just you know Walking. being baked yeah. by the sun and you're splashing them with cold water. Mm-hmm. It's startling, but it also makes them want to be part of it. You're having fun, you're in it, you're experiencing life. And and I'm like, I'm really good at teaching about. Yeah. 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 But you know, what keeps me and then the thing that really hit me is why my fear of the river is the river's constantly moving. Mm. It's not like a lake. It's not like a pool. Right. Right. You don't get to be in control. Yeah. That's exactly I can it. sit on the bank and I'm in control because my legs can only go with the current, but my body is sitting on the bank. Right. And so it's fun and it's there. And I can tell people, jump in. And I'll take you where he's going to go. In fact, I will cheer you on. Yeah, right. It's great. And and God says, hey, um, come get caught in the flow. Come. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and that's really the spirit. Yeah. Like he says, when are you gonna stop being ankle deep? Yeah. When are you gonna stop hanging your legs in? Yeah. And just let me have it. <coughs> you know? Yeah. And so that was kind of where I was at. So yeah. same, 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 but different. Yeah. You know? yeah. Good. Control was a major theme oh, of the conversation. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had to publicly confess that it was really just a rough Sunday in a way. Yeah. But it was good. I mean, I needed it, but it was, God said, yeah. no, just speak this. And I, was like, yeah. I want to cycle back to that because I think yeah. that is a deep thing. But uh, Taylor Dave, what uh, has jumped out to you over the last couple of weeks? Taylor Dave. Taylor Dave. Oh, well, how about that? All right. There you go. Taylor or Dave. I think that the, I, I, I've been listening to you talk as we've been, you know, talking about the preparation. And the whole time I'm listening to you talk about the water coming out of who cares if the water comes out of the east side, goes this way? What in the world Does it is matter? this? Like, what, we yeah. don't get this. Um, but then your, your message did did clear a lot of that up. Um, I enjoyed uh, the whole concept, you know, and as I was listening to you and also researching. Um, of course. As um, lots of people are. <laughs> yeah. Is, you know, Jerusalem is one of the only major ancient cities not built by water. Mm-hmm. Now they have 
a very sustainable well right or spring mm-hmm. but they don't have they're not set by water right, so right on the coast, and i guess right. you, had, you did you mention that i didn't okay uh-uh. no um, that's true though. but yeah. then you know yeah. you mentioned that you know when they heard this message when an ancient hebrew heard this message mm-hmm. that that's for me that's, that's for me, me. Yeah. now my theological mind hung up though on the uh the part where it says that uh, that there were trees and their their fruit is always in season. Yep. And um, and their leaf does not wither. I'm like, I've heard that before. Yeah. Right. Someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Jeremiah 17 as well. Yeah. And so I'm, I found myself going, now wait a minute, are we planted by the stream, or are we mm-hmm. supposed to be in the stream? Or am I doing two different illustrations yes, at there's the same multiple time? Multiple metaphors here. I, right. I've come to the point to understand that I'm doing two different metaphors. Right. You know, yeah. I, right. right. Because, I mean, Psalm 1 is one of my favorite passages. Yeah, I love Psalm 1. that. Yeah. Um, and the idea of, of, a, of a person being planted, there's intent there to yes. grow. Yeah. 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 Right. Planted there. Mm-hmm. But then you to, to see the Spirit and the idea of getting into water. We did a baptism one time on a mission trip down in the Dominican Republic in this just torrential drainage ditch. There was concrete. It wasn't it wasn't gross drainage. It okay. was just, you know. Yeah. But I mean the water was flying through there. You could not stand, I don't care who you were. Wow. It, was, it was up to your neck, so you weren't you, you had no ballast over yeah. that. I wasn't the one doing the baptizing, another guy was. He's holding on to a rope holding on to the person he's going to baptize, dumps him and lets him go. <laughs> it was the coolest thing in the world. I mean, it was a great illustration. Oh, my goodness. I, I think if I was preaching there they that go. message, I'd have Oh, yeah, that would have been it. Absolutely. Because we haven't get, seen that guy for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He met Jesus. Praise the Lord. You know, I had the exact opposite experience, although I did almost drown as a baby. Okay. Um, but you uh, love as, water. As a young boy, I love water. I grew up in Florida, played in the ocean all the time. We would go to the ocean when there was a hurricane going by. Uh-huh. When the beaches were closed. Yeah, because that's the right. Beaches were, the, the waves were the Waves insane. were amazing. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you're just completely under the control of the ocean. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. right. not a thing you can do. You just yeah. hope you can get up and get air. Yep, that's, that's all right. you can do. Yep. So it's the yep. idea of loss of control. Yeah. And as much of a free spirit as I can be, I'm also a control freak. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, sure. I want to be in control. In control. Yeah, sure. Which I guess we all do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, that's right. So I, I, that, that was, I really enjoyed that part. The, the, yeah. the idea of getting to the point where it was. What did I write down? Um, Dead time. Yeah. The just podcast. just, just, just really that, the, that the water was too deep. Yeah. And that, that you have no ability to do much of anything with the current. Yeah, right. Because right. deep water, if it's not moving, you can swim. Yeah, right. You can't swim. Well, the rest of us, other people can. Yeah, that's right. I can yeah. go to a kiddie pool. <laughs> there you go, um, maybe. That's about my extent. You know? there, you there you go. So, Taylor, what about you? What stuck out to you? Oh, my goodness. Um, there were a couple of <clears throat> illustrations that the Lord gave me, but the biggest thing that he's been teaching me right now is not to limit the way the spirit works, which I guess goes back to control and goes back to like all of the things. But I mean, Asa and I just finished talking about the way that I have experienced the Lord for several years since the beginning of Lent has very much changed. Okay. Um, and so he's showing me new ways that he's communicating with me and new ways nice. to discern his voice. Yeah. And so it's just a reminder of like, yeah, I don't have control and, and the spirit has the power to do whatever he wants. Right. And I can right. choose to engage that or I can choose to just doubt and pull back out of fear or out of 
being grumpy because I'm not in control, like sure. whatever it is, yeah. like yeah. there's a choice whether or not I'm going to engage it mm-hmm. and be open to the fullness of who he is rather than yeah. just my teeny tiny perspective. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So let's dig into the control thing a little bit because we're all kind of mentioning that to some degree. Um, one of the things that I find fascinating is when I talk to church people about the Holy Spirit, what I hear very, very quickly is like some statement about the Holy Spirit and then a caveat statement that says, but not like out of order or out of control or not, gonna, not too much, like everything's going to be like everything's moderated. It, and yet when I read in the scriptures about the Holy Spirit, I don't read any of that moderation. I do read in 1 Corinthians about the idea of doing things in order, but right. th- but there's there's certainly no control that Paul's talking about in 1 Corinthians 14. I mean, he's saying, like, don't talk over top of each other, don't allow for that within the order of your service. Right. But there's there's no sense of, like, a, a control of the Spirit. Right. And yet, I think most of us are, as we talk about the Spirit, the, the barrier is fear of losing control, fear of it, of being those people, you know, like becoming those kinds of people, you know, and, and I just wonder like, what, what, what's that all about? I mean, I, I recognize we've maybe all seen different abuses of the spirit at different times, but again, to go back to the illustration I used at the very, very beginning of the series, we've also all like been under bad preaching before and we still like listen to sermons and and preach sermons. So like, why what's the what's the deal with that what's why why are we so because to me it's so it and i find myself in the same position but it's so foolish because like i want to stay in my control Mm -hmm. which i don't actually have anyway because Uh god's like actually in control and i'm unwilling for god to have complete control even though he's always the one who's in control right like it's, it's such a weird and so we just have this tendency of always caveating that this is the work of the spirit, but don't worry, not, not the crazy not, kind. Not just the, not, yeah, not the weird way, but just the the normal way that I'm under the control of mm-hmm. God and not under my own control. Mm-hmm. So it's just a weird tension. So yeah, what do you guys think about that? Why 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 does that bug us so much? Fear of man instead of fear of God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, okay. Unpack that a little bit. What are people gonna think? What are people gonna say? They're gonna da 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 da. I don't know. Uh huh. Well, I mean that is and that is. I would like to believe this might be, and you all can call me out. <laughs> Feel free. We moment. will. We're getting ready to. Right We're getting now. ready to. Like loading up. But uh, <laughs> no, so when Paul talks about the whole concept of the tongues, and don't you, they're not gonna, they're gonna think you're out of your minds. Like you're, mm-hmm. they're gonna think mm-hmm. you're nuts if you're if you're not having an interpreter. Later on in chapter fourteen, First Corinthians, is that God's not a God of confusion, but a God of peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. I th- think there's at least an intention albeit perhaps misguided or oversensitive or whatever that if we do those things it will lead to confusion it will lead to because I've and you're right for me that is absolutely what it is I've seen it where it has been utterly confusing okay and not glorifying to God okay period Mm -hmm. Uh, and that that is where it gets to be hairy Okay. Uh, and so I don't want, I want to distance my, in my effort to distance myself from that, I baby and bathwater mentality. Sure. Yeah. Toss it all. Yeah. Toss it all. And so that's what I'm wrestling against is to get the baby back. Okay. And just yeah. toss the dirty bathwater. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Um, right. That makes sense. That, that's, that's for me. So I think uh-huh. there's a good intention behind it. I, okay. I like to think at least. Okay. Um, mixed in with the fear. Yeah. The fear of man. I think that mm-hmm. there's, there's a, 
there's a um, guardrails. You know, like mm-hmm. just like it's nice to have guardrails with a with a wide road to to drive around. Sure. You can go in the left lane. You can you know yeah. whatever. Yeah. But man, I tell you, when we took a we took a trip at some point down to uh, Tennessee, or ten, yeah, um, Tennessee, and man, some of these mountains. And no guardrails. Oh yeah! Are you kidding me? If Welcome I to El Salvador. Fall, man. Absolutely. Right, like, I would like literally die mm-hmm. and instantly. Instantly. That's it. Yeah, it's over. So, I think that's there's a little bit of um, kindness in the order. That's also uh, as God intended it. Okay. I think. Okay. What do you guys think? He said we were allowed to like attack him. Like, so it's okay. Yeah, it's true. come on. He did Target, say that. Target well, I, I wonder. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. If if I rem- if I remember right, it's been a long time since I've really looked into the my my muddled memory is saying that essentially in the Western Church, um, tongues mm-hmm. and the demonstrative gifts of the Spirit were pretty much non-existent for a long, long time in the vast amount of the church. Until the charismatic movement. Until the charismatic movement, the sure. holiness movement, yep. um, which is kind of the basis of the, yeah, we're that's holiness where the alliance movement. Yep. came from. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think that part of that was, this hasn't been here for all these years, now all of a sudden you guys want to roll around on the floor. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, you know. Right. So I think that there is some things that I think that's that's what, it was a knee jerk reaction to that to say okay nope 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 nope, nope, nope can't yep. do that uh-huh. yeah. their theology is horrible cessationist sure. theology is yeah ridiculous sure right right um, right but um, so I think that that that's part of where that came from is is uh, okay wait we have to be under control what. You're a funny guy, dude. I like you so much. <laughs> I'll just I, try not to laugh out loud have, at that I comment. Hug you, if I hug you, can I have some of that boldness? <laughs> you just call it out so many dude, people. Dude, I love it. <laughs> just say it like No, things, keep man. going, keep going. Keep, no, keep We're just all... I have had people tell me that they're enjoying the podcast because I'm there. Because Oh, well, that's good. See, levity. look at that. Wow. Yeah, that's some levity. That's, that's great. Yes. I love it. It's I good. love it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. What else? What do you guys think? Control. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing is like, and we, and Asa and I are wired very similar in the, similarly in this. <clears throat> it's just fear of getting it wrong. And like, oh yeah, when you're in a position where people are, where you're leading people to mm-hmm. mess up and to mislead people is terrifying. Uh-huh. And so at least that's like, that's one of the things that the Lord has revealed to me. Like that I need to trust that he is bigger than my mistakes and even the worst way that I can mess up. Yeah. It's better for me to lean in and be in the messy of ministry and the messy of trying to understand the Holy Spirit and what he's doing and, and obedience mm-hmm. rather than pulling back and like withholding that whole like just not enjoying that whole side of who the Lord is. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I'll miss fullness and then so will all the people that are following me. Yeah. And I don't want that. Like, I don't want that for them. Yeah. Yes, well, I think that's what's so interesting is the, the fear of doing it wrong on one side yeah. creates the possibility of doing it wrong on the other side, right? Right. It's like, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's this weird tension of like, well, I'd rather do it wrong while I'm in control than do it right. wrong while I'm out of control. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> that's what it really what it is. If I have to choose. Yeah. 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 I, think, yeah. I think for me, I mean, a lot of the sign gifts. Um, I've experienced a lot of the sign gifts, not tongues yet, 
God knows I've prayed for it. Me um, too, lots of times. And uh, yep. I think he knows better than to give it to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said like, you talk enough in the hey, way you got watch this. You know? <laughs> I can't get you to be quiet this way. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He said, it's good, <laughs> it's good enough that people can understand you right now. That's right. And, uh, yeah. well, One language but, is plenty. But I think for me, right. a lot of it is like with healing, um, there have been times that God has spoken to me that he is going to heal someone. Yeah. Yep. And it's very clear. And there are times that, as much as I didn't like it, I really sensed it wasn't for them. And I'll still pray. If someone comes and wants to be prayed for, I'm going to pray and I'm going to trust God with them. And I'm not going to say God's not going to heal you right now. <laughs> Good. That, that's that's even yeah. though in my heart. Yeah. So no, I've hard. had that. I've had that experience. It's hard like yeah. that, but I I do hear clearly in those things. My problem isn't with those things. Like I honestly. You know me. I'm kind of a freak show. And so I don't want to dance around and roll around and all that. That weirds me out. I'm like, I can't even see that in scripture, guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, I've experienced some holy laughter, I think. But it wasn't like a room full of 300 people at once kind of thing. It was just the joy overcoming. And sometimes it's through tears and that are uncontrolled. And, some, you know, yeah. so I do see that. But, but for me, my fear or lack of control, my fear of losing control is, is more about sanctification. I want to control the way the Holy Spirit works in my life. I want to control like how he does and what he does, when he does. And I'm afraid that if I let go, he's going to go, yep, we're changing right now. <laughs> oh, wow. It's yeah. all in. Oh, you man. think John the Baptist was radical? Come on, brother. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah. and then that yeah. comes back to ultimately what Taylor said, my fear yeah, of man. what people will think. Yeah. 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 You are a freak. You're eating locusts and wearing like weird clothes. And right. you're and and I've talked mm-hmm. to my wife so many times and she's always like, Honey, does that sound like God? Hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, Well and she's like, I mean, seriously. Right. Like, does he want the best for you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. and so it comes back to trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I think that's the the thing for me is just like the the default is if if I'm saying in control, I mean in my control. Right. Which which is such a it uh, I just like cycle back to that's such a foolish thought because I'm not actually in control anyway. Oh and I'm bad at being in control. And so like I I want God to be in control. But then there's this this tension that constantly comes back of like yeah, I mean, we want to follow the Spirit, but I remember, uh, I don't even remember who first used it, but I used to use the phrase all the time, and I was challenged on it, and I don't use it anymore, but I uh, was taught the phrase early on, charismatic with a seatbelt. I don't know if you've ever heard that. What? That what? Yeah, yeah but we're charismatic with a seatbelt. And, and, and I used what? to say that. Cautiously charismatic. Yeah, cautiously charismatic. I feel like I Holy want to use cow. that. No, no, no. You, you maybe do, but you shouldn't. I yeah, should. no, that's right. You should stay away from that. Okay, what well, we used it's to say clever. was... It's not that charismatics aren't going to get to heaven. We're afraid they're going to overshoot. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. <laughs> what? Wow. Oh so, my goodness. But, but, I'm glad we're airing this all on a podcast. Wow. But, but the big conviction that I had with that was that the, the seatbelt is that control that I'm putting yeah. on. You know, yeah. where I'm I'm controlling what's going on here, and mm. God's hmm. God's allowed to like fill me to a point and <laughs> do some things a bit. But there's a level that I have, and that's where it crosses the line, and it's just not appropriate anymore, you know? It's not. And, 
Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, truly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you on that. Yeah. And, and and the recognition that there are there are lots of things that we experience every day sure. that aren't recorded in the scriptures. And so it does make sense to me that there would be things that we would experience from the Spirit that aren't specifically recorded in the Scriptures. That doesn't mean everything that you see is the Spirit. But if I'm the one putting the, the framework on it that says, like, God, you can do this, but that, that slave in the Spirit thing, like, I never saw that in the Bible, so I'm just not going to do it. Like, I, I've tried. He doesn't want me to do that, I guess, yet. So, you know, I'm not going to get there right now. But I, I wouldn't say that it's a it's a false sign just because it's not in the scriptures i mm. i don't know i've not experienced that but there's a whole lot of stuff that's not in the scriptures like i've had knee surgery that wasn't in the scriptures but i still let that happen you know yeah right. and so you know there's uh, so i'm like, in that process of trying to figure out like what's it mean to be fully filled with the spirit mm-hmm. and not restraining uh, not restraining myself in a way that limits what God's able to do. Because I do think he gives us a level of volition as it relates to the work of the Spirit. I think he gives us the, and that's some of that in control thing that Paul's talking about in 1 Corinthians 14. Mm -hmm. He's saying like, it's not, the work of the Spirit isn't so crazy that you can't stop speaking in tongues. So like, of course you can. And so do that. If you're in a public setting, one person at a time. Like, you don't have to just, like, you're not out of control. No, I, 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 and so, mm-hmm. but but there is a fullness of the Spirit that's coming. He's huh. So so I think he gives us the ability to say, like, I'm only going this far. This is, and and I'm trying to get to the place of saying, but I'm willing to go further, you know? Yeah. And what does that look like? I think I'd rather be found in a spot, like, expecting that God could do something. I'd rather, yeah. At the end of it all, I'd rather say, you know what, I got it all wrong, but I was... I was willing. I was willing, I was willing. To, to go there, yeah, right? No matter how right. weird it sounded, hmm. yeah. Like yeah. As, as opposed to telling you no. Like when I see right. you face to face, I don't yes. want to be like, "Oh, I told you no all these years," even though I yeah. did it many ways. Yeah. Like I want to try to do that less and less. Less and less. That's know? right. Yeah. 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 I think I think going back to like this idea of, of abusing it, the you know we we've seen things where we think maybe it was, and I can't even say for sure. Yeah. Yep. But it, it looks to me like it's manufactured in some way. Like, yeah. not that maybe everyone there, yep. but it, it feels that way. It doesn't feel genuine in my spirit. Not that I'm God and I know everything. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. But because of that, it makes me apprehensive sometimes. But I do know that the times that the Holy Spirit, I have surrendered myself to that. Um, it's 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 not been ugly. It's not been. Yeah. It's always brought joy and <coughs> peace and hope, and and so um, I think what I don't what I think if I have a fear in those things is that when I've experienced something like I remember the first time that God used me for healing with someone. Mm-hmm. The next time I went to pray for someone, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be cool." <laughs> nice. And and it was like, "I'm going to have a healing ministry," and God said, "No," <laughs> <laughs> and He said. I have a healing ministry and I might use you today. Ooh. Yeah. Right. And there we go. That's, that's and, and that was kind of, and so that's where I really yeah. want to be. I, I always want to just be open. I yes. want to be an open vessel. Willing. And I don't mm-hmm. want my fear of what people would think, whether it happens or doesn't happen or whether it looks right or not. Yeah. I just want to be about him. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't do that sitting on the side of the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 The other thing I think is um, I've had to, me- address with the Lord and 
be humbled in that my a lot of fear of how the Holy Spirit will work in me uh-huh. contradicts tradition and the way that I've grown up. Oh yeah. And so sure. I have to wrestle through I'm okay like, with that. what happens if God calls me into this thing or all of a sudden I have this gift and ten years ago I didn't even believe that was allowed and last year I didn't even believe that was biblical. Right. And what do I do now if I'm stepping into it? Mm-hmm. Like that has been a whole thing yeah. that well, has just been And I think that's part of the patience of God though that uh, that he changes our paradigms mm. and and then invites us. And sometimes he he gives us a gift and then says, now consider that paradigm. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right. but often I think like there's work that God's doing in you prior to pouring out his spirit in right. a specific way yeah. so that you're starting to make this move and then you're starting to sense this work of the spirit yeah. and you're like, oh, I see why, you know, and you start to see that shift. Mm-hmm. So, do, you, do any of you ever, ever feel any kind of like disgenuineness with what... It sounds like we're all kind of in a similar boat to where you're at, where you just described Taylor. Like, I didn't even know if I believe this was true right. like, X amount of years ago. Do you ever feel disgenuine or inauthentic in the way that you're coming across? Is that or like, what? What are, what are some of the contrary thoughts that you and feelings that you have when you're trying in that moment that you're trying to step into it? So when you're trying to practice, yeah, the work of step the spirit, into like, practicing it. Like, what's that? What are hmm. those? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Oh, Dave, tell us what you're doing. <laughs> the listeners can't hear what you're doing. He's, he's just shaking his head firmly, no. So I, I think that's Violently, it. Yeah. no. He Violently, actually locked yeah. his lips. Yeah, that's right. Lips. That's right. I think that, um, you know, I when I got saved, I my family, they were believers, but marginal, if that's... Um, yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. Theology, whatever. Um, but... So I didn't have any real solid background. I just knew this Jesus thing was a gas. I mm-hmm. loved it. Right. And so I went to the Christian bookstore and I bought every book I could afford. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that there was Orthodox, and Pentecostal. And <laughs> I'm buying books like crazy. Right. Satan seller, that looks good. So, you know, I ended up getting, you know, some Pentecostal books. Yeah, lots of Orthodox books and, and uh, Orthodox quotes yeah <laughs> correct yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and the mentions praying in tongues mm-hmm. oh man i gotta get that that's i have to have that yeah so i'm praying god here we go i want to do that 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 you know so it wouldn't happen so i got another book how to speak in tongues there you go oh here we go i can do exercises and learn how to speak in right. tongues get off by yourself and just start moving your lips and making noises <laughs> and after I can about, only imagine what came out then. So yeah, we, we, after, won't, we won't go after, there. <laughs> after about after about maybe a week of that, mm-hmm. I think God finally got through to me, and I and I appreciate what you just said. Is Dave? How about you do the things that I've got you doing now? That's right. And if that's something you're going to have, we'll deal with that down the line. That's yeah. right. Which worked out well because I was yeah. in a Baptist church anyway. So yeah, that's right. You um, got tossed out of there. But <laughs> I have appreciated so much this series on the, on the spirit and on the spiritual gifts because of where we started with it being instead of thinking of it as spiritual gifts, I, I have this gift, I have that gift, mm-hmm. you have that gift. It's spiritual things, yeah. and it's the whole basket. Yeah. And God will use you where and when. And that's consistent with my lifestyle, with, yeah. with my life. Yeah, the way it's... That's what I have seen happen. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. God will say, Dave, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just bang, boom, done. 
and then I go to try to do it again. It doesn't. It didn't work that way. (laughs) And God's like, yeah, that's because I didn't do it. Yeah, that's right. You know, you didn't do it, Dave. I did it through you. There is no formula for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that um, I don't. What was the word you used? Well, contrary thoughts or, or like... Yeah, I felt very, is. very false when I was trying to put yeah. on that, hmm. you know? So, yeah. So it was not that... that but that was so the, the, the piece that I think the, that needs to be clarified is that it doesn't mean that the gift itself was wrong or bad. It no, no, no. Oh, right. It no. just meant this is what God's... That's not calling you to do that right now. Right. right. Mm-hmm. right. So, yep. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So maybe in some sense that disgenuine... <clears throat> thought or feeling might actually be helpful. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, it could be. Like, and, hey, stop doing what I'm not asking you to do. And we right. have we have to be open to the idea that, I mean, I've said this for the 40-some years I've been a Christian. I'm going to get to heaven. God's going to look at me and go, hey, take it, take it. <laughs> right, right. And I'm going to go, oh, what? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but we're all going to do that. Yeah. And yeah. like... I'm, I'm very happy because I run into a lot of people that I've known for all those years. They're still stuck back there. Right. You know, my theology is, is it's, it's moving. strong. Yeah. But it, it, I'm, I'm seeing that God's leading me in other ways and yeah, opening up cool. things and closing down things. And, that's really cool. You know, I've made some big changes <clears throat> in, in theology, yeah. not necessarily spiritual gifts areas. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's so... Yeah. 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 It's we have to be open to the fact that we don't have all the answers. Right, right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, I, I want to wrap up with a, a just a brief little story from last week. So obviously, I wasn't here last week. You all recorded a podcast without me. Well done. You did a great job. It was. Uh, you, you don't remember that? No, no, no. Okay. That's I thought the... you just broke a tooth. <laughs> that was a concerned look like, for Jonas, what, not what you. What just happened? What yeah. just happened? Anyway. Sorry, carry uh, on. Yeah, so you guys did great. We were down in West Virginia, and uh, we uh, there's a place that my uh, Amanda's uncle has down there where uh, it's right between two ski resorts, and so we go ski for the week, and it's a really just kind of a chill place. It also has, like, no cell phone reception, so it's very, very quiet and very nice. It's but we were, uh, we, we found out that they put in, kind of back behind where we stay, there's this walk, like a nature walk that they put in. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in this nature walk, it walks over these wetlands. And so I've been, I've been thinking about these passages and processing these passages. Yeah. Um, and Amanda's actually, she didn't know that we were even preaching this, but she had been thinking about the same passage from John chapter 7 that we were in. <laughs> yeah. um, and it talks about how uh, that shift that I talked about on Sunday from Jesus being the living water to him calling us to become the living water for other people. And uh, he quotes the scripture that says, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's different ways to translate that because it's like it will like well up within like that kind of thing. Well, there's this area of this wetland that we saw. Never seen anything like it. I'll show you a video later. Anybody who wants to see it, come find me. I'll show you a video, even the podcast audience. Uh, Unless you live on the other side of the world, in which case it's going to be more challenging. I can send you a video by email. Whatever. Anyway, there's this this wetland, and I don't understand all the scientific pieces of it. But somehow there was a kind a layer of rock that was underneath and water that was within that rock that was forcing that water up. And so there's these little um, like like little puddles, it looks like, but they're bubbling. And they're bubbling up out of the water. Like you see the dirt bubbling up inside the puddle. 
And that's like this whole area that's wet is wet because this little area is bubbling up water and it's just sending it all over this this what? swamp area or right. wetland area. It was just so wild. So I have these videos of this little thing coming up and it just reminded me back to our uh, our mm. conversation that when when that happens, when we receive the living water of God and it starts to well up within us and starts to kind of bubble up, like there there was nothing that I could have done to stop that thing mm. from coming. Like it was yeah. if you like stand on it and put your hand on it and push it down, like the water is coming up. Yeah. Like the the, the the center of the earth or whatever I don't even know how it works, but whatever. <laughs> Something is forcing that water up. And and that whole idea of like when the spirit starts to move in us, it should be this natural flow. And so part yeah, of that well, question for you of like like when it feels unnatural, then yeah, we probably are trying to force it. Mm. But there should be a natural flow of the yeah. spirit just flowing through us, that it's yeah. like bubbling up within us. And so, anyway, that was just such a cool picture That's last picture, week. Yeah. Of, really like, cool. this is the way the spirit's uh, working. And so, so our prayer is that that would be the way the spirit's working in all of you as uh, you're uh, listening and engaging and trying to uh, step into what it means to be filled with the spirit and to be operating in the spirit, demonstrating the gospel in the world around us. And so. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow with uh, some more thoughts about what gets in the way of uh, those uh, springs of water flowing from us and being in the river. But until then, may the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you experience his goodness and his grace on you and in you and flowing out of you like that bubbling stream that uh, it's just coming whether you want it to or not. It's just flowing out of you. And so may uh, the people around you experience the refreshment of the living water of Jesus. Have a great rest of the day, and I'll be back with you again tomorrow. Grace.